Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for your time and joining together with me. On the Word Podcast. We're in Matthew 18. I want to read quickly today because we've got a long account, but I want to do it all at one time because it's Jesus telling the story. Now, remember what happened. The, the disciples had been arguing among themselves who was the greatest. Jesus had dealt with several things with them. The last thing we saw is uh, what to do if a, a brother is in sin, and he showed them how to do that. And he says, where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. Verse 21 of Matthew 18 says this. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? <laughs> well, so Peter being Peter, <coughs> don't you love him? He, you know, he, he says, well, okay, Jesus, this is how we forgive a brother. This is what we do. But how many times do we do that? How many times do we forgive somebody who's sinning? Up to seven times? And apparently the rabbis taught that you forgive a brother up to seven times, and after that you don't have to do it anymore, something along that line. Listen to what Jesus says. Verse 22, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And so, you know, automatically we all go, well, so that must mean on the 491st time we don't have to forgive him. <laughs> no, that's not what Jesus was saying. He's saying, no, I don't say to you up to seven times. He's saying, I'm not saying to you what the rabbis say to you, that you do it up to a certain amount of time. And then after that, you don't have to forgive. You don't have to do. No, 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 no. He says 70 times seven. The idea being that if someone truly repents, then you forgive them. Then Jesus says this, very next verse, verse 23. For this reason... Well, for what reason? For what he just said, 70 times 7, that you that you don't sit there and limit things. He said, for this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. So now we're going to have this little parable type of thing that explains what Jesus just said in, in his answer to Peter. Okay, Now, we're probably familiar with this. I'm going to read through it just quickly. But I want you to see what, how strongly Jesus taught this. So you got this king. He's wishing to settle accounts with his slaves. Verse 24. When he had begun to settle them, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. Now, a talent, according to a little thing I've got right here, was equal to 15 years wages of a laborer. 15 years. And this guy owed 10,000 15 years. Wow, that's a lot of money. You know, of course, our minds are going, how in the world do you get in that debt and all that? That's not, that's not the point. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think Jesus is speaking in hyperbole to make the point that he's going to make at the end of the story. Jesus continues, verse 25, but since he did not have the means to repay, his Lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had and repayment to be made. 
So the king comes along and says, okay, I want that guy to be sold. I want his wife to be sold. I want his children to be sold. There's no way that it was going to be equal to the amount of money that was owing, but repayment would be made at some level there, and something else would be communicated to all the other slaves, right? So the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. It's an impossible situation. You know, how in the world in the natural is he going to be able to repay everything? Well, we're not told that. He just falls down and cries out for the king to have patience. Okay? He didn't ask for mercy. He didn't ask for anything. He just asked for patience to work it out. And the Lord of that slave, the king, felt compassion and released him and forgave him the debt. He felt compassion for him, folks, and he released the guy. He forgave him 10,000, 15 years worth of debt. <laughs> I, I can't emphasize the amount that, I mean, it's just, I mean, he just totally eradicated the debt. Well, how do you think that slave felt? Can you imagine? But the slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. Now, a denarii is a day's wages. So he owed him a hundred days wages in contrast to this guy owing 10,000, 15 year wages. Okay. He seized him and began to choke him saying, pay back what you owe. This guy was just forgiven an impossible amount of debt, totally eradicated. And what does he do? He goes out and grabs somebody that owes him just a minuscule amount in comparison he seizes him. He chokes him. And he says, pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell to the ground, began to plead with him and says, have patience with me and I will repay you. Wait a minute. Haven't we heard that phrase before? Well, that's exactly what he had said to the king. And now a fellow slave is saying it to him. Have patience with me. But he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what he owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, the Lord, that's the king, said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? And his Lord moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. Not only handed him over to the prison, but he handed him over to the torturers. He's going to be tortured until he repays that which is unpayable. So that's just sort of a picture there of eternity in the lake of fire. The last verse, verse 35, Jesus speaking. My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Whoa. I mean, this, like I told you before, Matthew 18 is a powerful, powerful chapter in dealing with one another, fellow believers and brothers. Uh, which is the greatest among you? He says, hey, you know, forget that. Unless you're converted, unless you're childlike in your humility before one another, it doesn't matter. And then, you know, you forgive one another. If a brother is in sin, you go confront him. If he repents, 
then you've won your brother over. He sins. Well, what if he sins again? Well, you do it again. What if he sins against me? You do it again. Then Peter says, well, what if he does it over and over? Do I just forgive him seven times? Jesus says, no, you do it 70 times seven. You always, if they repent and truly repent, then you forgive them and you move on. What if they do it again tomorrow? Well, you do it again, move on. Well, what if it really affects you? Well, there's wisdom in the midst of this. If someone's always stealing from you and they come back and repent, repent, then you realize, wait a minute, they're a thief here. Have you really been saved? And then there's also time of wisdom that you just don't put people in a situation. If I know that somebody really struggles with getting angry because of a particular kind of situation or something, I'm going to help them not to be in that situation. Okay, you know what I mean? You help one another. But he says this, the Heavenly Father is going to punish you the same way that this guy punished. Hand you over to the tortures until you can repay that which is unrepayable. If you do not forgive your brother from your heart, not a little perfunctory, oh, I forgive him, or this great line that we have in the deep south. Well, you know, I'll, I'll forgive him, but I'm not going to forget. If you don't forget, you can never forgive him. A lot of times people say, well, I know I have to love him because he's a brother, but I don't have to like him. You do not love him. Man. That kind of foolishness, you know. Anyway, Matthew 18, I suggest you read through it again a couple times, maybe the rest of our lives, right? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you soon.